bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Grr. The summer is on and fucking popping. You know, there's never been so much going on in a summer in my whole life, and yet I'm just physically not ready. I mean, I don't know. There have been summers where we've done a ton of traveling, so I don't know that, but I feel like there's there's just a lot of spontaneous trips that come up. They're not like, mm. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. planned cruises where we're like, meh, meh, and we get ready and it's right. two weeks and it's a thing. It's like Vegas here, Napa here. Mm-hmm. And then we go to somebody's brunch and then we're at like a Memorial day party. And it's right. like, I mean, I don't even want to sound like the humble brag of it all. Cause obviously I am. But I'm not really humble brag because the truth is we hate socializing. <laughs> I don't like people looking at me. I don't want to put on clothes. We were just in Napa. We just got back. We we really did the clout chase of the century by driving the scenic route home. Mm-hmm. But that was exhausting. This is late. We have Johnny's big party <laughs> tonight at the Abbey. Right. We leave for Paris in less than a week. I mean, I don't know whose life this is. <laughs> I will say this, though. I've mm. basically been since Vegas, my mom. Yeah. I have been going between binge drinking yes. and binge dieting. Yep. And if you're wondering what that health journey looks like when it's <laughs> at the end stage where I am now, it's basically a mixture of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard together. <laughs> Ooh. You know what I mean? I'd and say that's a good, yeah, that's good. I think it's yeah. right, right? I think you're right. It's a I good call. Right. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Depp's attractive. Amber yes. Heard's attractive. I'm obviously attractive. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are going through something where they're both at the <laughs> lower end of their looks. And I'm now combining because right. he is clearly severely bloated. Mm. And um, if there, I wish there was a bloated society because we could be the presidents of it. I'd love to go to bloated <laughs> anonymous. Well, I would love to go to bloats. Anonymous. I don't even want to be a bloat. I want it. I want to be the head of the bloated organization. I want it to be a nonprofit and I want it to oh. make us money. Well, well, we could be like the NRA, which is a nonprofit, <laughs> but it's a fake yeah. nonprofit. And yeah. They make money and we could do that. We could do like B. Okay. Bloat. R.A. We could do the B.R.A. Yeah, B.R.A. The bloat. Blood Rifle RA. Association. Yeah. And we would just people you know. join, they send money, they want to be bloated, they yeah. want to know our techniques. Right. They want to know because there's different types of bloat. We're right now enacting all seven of them. All seven <laughs> stages of bloat, including <laughs> Well, you're bloated. You know, we're, heavy. we're bloated on top of that. So whatever was exactly. going on before. Exactly. We have added a layer to the top of it and to each area could be our eyelids my nose is face bloated. eyelids <laughs> nose earlobes chest yep 
upper arm, lower arm, forearm, wrists. Never looked down at my wrists before and thought they were bloated or yeah. fat, but now I do. Tops of my ankles, feet. Ankles, ankle sides, <laughs> ankle lower, ankle higher. <laughs> yeah. Top feet, low feet, toes, calves, mm-hmm. calf side, calf front, calf back. Mm-hmm. Thighs, thigh middle, thigh back, <laughs> including butt, butt cheek, side of butt, in, inside of butt. Puss lips swollen. Puss lips are, are, are straight up fat. Puss lips are straight up fat. The mound is... The mound hangs. And the, the mound, but the hangs. mound also looks like the top of the feet and the toes. Yes, the mound. My vagina looks like my, the way my feet look right now, which yes. is like a Fred, Fred Flintstone vibe. It is so puffy. Yeah, puffy. Yeah. My feet mine, are mine so, they're unrecognizable. I caught a glimpse of myself <laughs> in the mirror naked after a shower just the other day. And wow, is it weird. It just is very weird. All I can hope is that everyone who came home from Napa looks like dog shit. But what I do know is that they're probably not um, hitting a party at the Abbey tonight with their puss feet, with my pussy feet. I don't really want to show up to the Abbey. You know the song with Purse First? Purse yeah. First? Uh-huh. Mine is Puss First because mine sticks out the furthest, even further than the boobs, which puss. are long. So they don't stick out. They just go long. They're just hanging. I mean, the the boobs aren't even ironically... Yeah, the boobs are, I don't, they are bloated, but they're always just there and bugging and big. You know what I mean? All Boobs are out. So you, when they get bigger and I'm on a period now and it's just, it's bloat, bloat, bloat RA. And bloat RA, BRA, bloat RA. Yep. Well, two members strong. <laughs> in between two members now, I think we're going to get more members uh-huh. and uh, we need, don't we need to start accepting the donations right. the way the NRA does <laughs> right. for our society. Right. It's a society. Yeah. We don't it's even want to cure it. It's like the Masons. Yeah. Because at this point, the train has left the, the station and we're mm-hmm. so far deep. Yeah. We're not, it's not like we're going to be in Paris. Like, you know what? I'd like um, a raisin. I'm going to dip it into a soft cheese. No, that's cheese. the thing. Yeah. I'm getting mm-hmm. all the cheese, all the bread, all the wine. So all that's it. it. So I don't know what to tell you. We have been um, in between, even though this is late and clearly all the podcasts are just so phoned in. But um, we have been really dedicated and um, incessantly planning in between our, our incessantly um, drunk and drugged out social schedule. Uh, we've been we've been dedicated to preparing for our Patreon Idol. The Patreon Idol is blowing up. <laughs> I mean, if you're just new here and you don't know what's going on, you are missing out on our Patreon uh, podcasts. I mean, it is growing into it's growing into its own almost like its own like eight part special miniseries. Yeah. I mean, literally. Now, if you want to be part of our first, first, and I'm saying first annual, because you know we're going to do more, <laughs> first annual Patreon Idol, you got to go over to our website, julianbrandy.com. All the links uh, as to how to subscribe to our Patreon podcast are there. We do two a week, and they're both a dollar. You can do one podcast a week for one dollar, or you can do both for two dollars. They're an hour long, and we never talk about politics on there. Okay, and you don't need to worry. And there's no ads. That's and it's nice that there's no ads. Yeah, and you're right. We have gotten so many submissions for the Patreon Idol that it is a goddamn eight part miniseries. We're basically, and this is, we haven't even told the Patreon family this yet. Yeah. So this is like some fucking piping hot news. The tea is spilling. Mm-hmm. We we were going to do them, the Patreon Idol, because we have two Patreon podcasts. So it's basically two hours that we do a week, but they're separate. 
they have a beginning and an end so you you don't have to be like oh good god Mm -hmm. you can you can spread them out we were gonna do it over one week but now we've gotten so many submissions and i mean even this last weekend while we're in napa i mean literally i'm sitting at a winery like putting the submissions into a file like we're we're always constantly organizing this patreon idol because we don't want anyone to miss out um We've gotten so many and so many last minute ones and we're expecting more after this, this letting you guys know um, that we're going to now spread it over two weeks, which means basically four hours. Mm -hmm. So, and it's going to start not this next, but we have one bonus left this week Mm -hmm. to do. This is when we're going to, we, and we have another uh, something to float by, by our bonus patrons. We have to ask uh-huh. them what they think of this. We have a different okay. idea. We just want to float it by them mm-hmm. regarding Patreon idol, but that's just for them to know. You can't find out unless you're a $2 subscriber, right. but so we're basically going to spread it out over, over four, four episodes, two weeks. And right. that is going to start next week. Yeah. It's going to start next week yes. and then go into the following week. Right. So, and it's not just going to be fucking just song after song after song after song. That's right. No, we're not doing that. We're going to read each person's bio, then play their song. Then we need to celebrate their performance. We're going to have a laugh. We're going to have a hug. We're going to have a high five. We're going to have all the things because it's not a competition. It's a celebration. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you tell me, you tell me one show that that is celebrating the the audience of which or the, the family, the, yeah. the, you know, there isn't any. Yeah. There isn't any. So we're going to do it. And then we're going to give each one an award, uh-huh. whether it be uh, most thrown together, right. which that's not even it, it is as much as it, it's only going to get in, into any critical area to be funny. Right. And it will. And they will know they threw the shit together because, mm-hmm. you know, there's somebody on the voice memo in their car. Right. And then there's their kid they're like, hold on, I'm recording this. <laughs> right. And I want to. <laughs> and so and that's just going to be hilarious. And we're going to love all of that. The production of value course. is going to be hilarious. God. They're all everyone who's Ugh. who honestly, all the subscribers to our Patreon or they wouldn't be there. They have great senses of humor. A lot of them are really funny, like themselves. Really funny. So I know their bios are going to be funny. I know their songs are going to be funny. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Yep. And then even with the people who are really good singers, because we actually do have like a, a clearly a ton of good singers, then we're just going to be blown away. So we're going to give the awards. You know what I mean? Like fucking best range. Like right. best run. Hit it. Pitch it. Yeah. Tone on. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Like whatever it is. Like, you know, there's no losing. There's no losing there's only and there's winning. no winning. Yeah, it's all winning yep. and it's going to be f- so fun. So fun. I can't wait. And such a, you know, and it's a special thing. We're going to do it every year and people just need to fucking be. I hope people are already preparing for next year. Like, oh, bitch, <laughs> bitch. I've already get my song. I've got a full band. Yeah. Oh, my God. So and speaking of, by the way, my mom, I'm sure you forgot in all uh, of the excitement. OK. Shout out to Cheryl, one of our Patreon subscribers who we met in Napa this weekend. Who has already submitted oh, her song? Right. Remember that's right. Cheryl? Yes, I sure do. For Patreon Idol. Yes, I remember. You know the shit is real when we run into one of our Patreon friends in Napa, and she's doing Patreon Idol. Like the shit's become a global phenomenon. Like global, I don't know what to say. Sorry, Eurovision or whatever <laughs> yeah. Euro contest. Yeah, this is this is becoming that. I mean, I mean, I'm sort of feel that in the next year, as our Patreon explodes and. Um, <laughs> Everything just and our lives explode. Our lives lives explode and just get huge, huge. Next year might be live. It might be live. It could be at a gala. It could be be physical. Oh, oh, that's such a good idea. Like, Like instead of a live podcast, 
We do the live yes. fucking Patreon yep. idol. Yep. And we all just meet up. Yep. And then everybody and like fucking we got Ryder, Ashley Ryder's daughter, Ryder oh, going, I, mean, I need a sound check, bitch. Imagine Tom Christopherson. <laughs> yeah. Ashley Ryder. Cheryl. And yeah. just everyone and involved. Terry Sat Page, yeah, I saw, just said yeah, something. She, yeah. I mean, it's There's just so like so fucking many. It's so excited. And I just as I've just been envisioning this being a live a live show that we're going to end up doing. And now, you know what? let me just say, let me just add on to it. OK. Now, Salty Jen, who has been so helpful with our we what we thought was going to be, you know, with all due a tragic show in Arkansas. Salty Jen has been so fucking cool and so helpful and i'm just kind of hoping that we go to arkansas Mm -hmm. i get to see that church Mm -hmm. with all the twigs and everything and then and and possibly Mm -hmm. i do really want to go and be super rude in the walmart museum Uh uh-huh there's there are destinations i want to do in arkansas now i have let's say the times i really remember being super shocked was one when i was in new jersey because people always act like new jersey's the armpit of new york Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. And when I went to Pennsylvania, those two places I thought were so fucking gorgeous. Mm. Like, I think I already knew Michigan was like really pretty, like out in the woods and stuff. But Pennsylvania, I love Pennsylvania. I think it's so pretty. And I love New Jersey. So I'm really hoping that we go to Arkansas and I'm like flabbergasted by how beautiful it is. And then when we do, even though I understand that people are kind of maybe getting annoyed by this, but I'm not. If Arkansas is so gorge, we can then have Salty Jen hook up we all go and meet in arkansas also be probably quite affordable Mm -hmm. and have our have our patreon idol in arkansas because salty has all the connects right and she said eureka is beautiful okay and so i'm just thinking like it could be something like that where Mm -hmm. people are like well weird i've never been but it could be fucking soups awesome yeah that's fucking yeah absolutely that's just one that's just one thing there could be many places but we don't just need to have it in like vegas or something like that right you know we can have it we can make our own thing of it we can make our own thing of it yeah but i love the live idea so excited i think that is so genius man i'm really like impressed by that you hadn't even told me that you hadn't even told me that which just came out now yeah just thought of it now selena guest (laughs) who's on our who's on our patreon and we love her she's the one who just sent us the alcohol via uber to our french (laughs) mail place uh yes that selena we drank it all in one night and i mean it wasn't the type of alcohol you're supposed to drink in one night it was like margarita frozen pops that we were drinking at four in the morning so Mm -hmm. that's how we do and and we we wouldn't want we were eating them we're eating them we're eating them yeah um, she sent us another gift package, Mama, of of G-rated things for the papas right. and for us. Mm-hmm. It had two catnip toys for Dumpling, who immediately lost his mind. Lost his mind. He's been living in the box ever since, yes. Selena. Yep. He's living in it right now. Yep. So we haven't been able to throw the box out, and nope. we've kept the toys in there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a stuffed guacamole bowl for the papas, yes. which has other little toys that are hidden in there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say this is the most important thing, but it, she did send a huge bag of individual skinny pop, white cheddar skinny pop, and it went with us to Napa and was completely eaten on the drive up and the drive back, Selena. The, the skinny pop was our constant companion. Constant companion. In Napa. We were eating it so much. Mm. She got us two personalized mug, they're mug size Yetis, okay, which we don't have. We've gotten mm-hmm. Yetis before. 
um, personalized ones. Greg Garino got us those. Mm-hmm. Leah Black. They say dumb gay politics with Julian Brandy. Greg's you too. Greg's are like the big kind that right. you put like big gulps in, which are also awesome. Leah's are standard. That's what we use at home for our like tea. Yep. Like iced tea, I mean, and ice water. And now Selena has given us the mug for our hot beverages. And they say dumb gay politics on one side. And then they say brandy and huge on one side and Julie huge on one side. Love, love. I can't. I'm going to have I'm going to have my morning coffee in it. And the one you're going to have it in is the brandy one. I guarantee you I'm going to come over and I'm going to see you like drinking it like with a sly look on your face. Like I used yours and be like, I know you did. I know you wanted to. Ooh. You're going to take your morning coffee with you like when you go places is what it is. You'll probably yeah. just have your coffee. Well, no, you'll probably use it here knowing But you. what's great is that it keeps it hot. <laughs> keeps it hot. So that's the thing about it. And that's your big thing. And then she also got us two Uber gift cards, which we are immediately, Selena, going to use. We're either going to use them tonight to go to Johnny's party or we're going to use them to go to the airport when we leave but either way, they're so clutch because ride shares have gotten so expensive. Like, they're more expensive than everything, they've ever been. And everything. we're really excited about these cards. So Ugh. sweet. You didn't need to do that. The alcohol was enough. Yeah. And But I'm glad you did because you sent this letter and it tells us more about you. And we also have your picture for the Drug Den Bulletin Board, which is required for Dear, gifts. That's right. Dear Julian Brandy, I was so fucking happy to finally be able to send you this package when, much to my demise, I heard someone else gave you the same thing in an archived episode. Not exactly the same thing. Right. So and she does say, well, kind of. Yeah. I hope you still love the Yetis and please know that they are as black as my heart and soul. Just kidding. I've been listening, watching since The People's Couch, like 2016-ish, and I've even seen Julie do stand-up with Justin Martindale in Atlanta. I fell off the grid for a bit, but... Who knows why? And came back to show more love than ever before by becoming a patron to your Patreon. You two are fucking hilarious, and I seriously do not know why you don't have your own sitcom or some other show of your own. <laughs> seriously. We almost did. That's they, true. They didn't take us. <laughs> That's true. Guess they just can't handle the genius in you both. I can never get enough of the shade, the jokes, the drug references, etc. <laughs> and I hope that you don't plan to stop anytime soon. You're both so fab, and I love hearing your bestie relash flourish as you highlight the torturous activities you do for each other every week in this box i've sent some other items that i thought you both might like and there are also some items for the babies papas you both are amazing (laughs) beautiful and motherfucking badass and i will be a forever fan supporter brown noser for as long as you are around love and hugs selena guess p.s so glad you got the alcohol delivery delivered via uber yes we did and yes yes Thank you. Thank you for all of that, Selena. We love you. And I just want to say we have gotten some postcards for the Drug Den Bulletin Board. And I think that I'm going to save the postcards for when we're out of town because they're easy to pack. I can take our lovely, beautiful, just kissed one. That was was Michael DeLady. Just kissed you. (laughs) Just kissed my little baby. And so we'll take them out of town. That way we can can read them, you know, because we're still going to be doing this fucking podcast when we're out of town and the gardeners just arrived and I can't deal with that noise. So if if you've sent a postcard recently and if you've just mailed one, just know we're going to pack, we're going to stack them up. And we're going to um, take them with us um, yes. to Barcelona. And then we're going to yes. put them around the room. And then we'll re- remember to take them back. And we're going to roll around in them. That's right. And now it's time for a new segment called Ryan's Recaps. Ryan, no denying. 
Strong and striving to be the best Ryan keeps applying Keeps on trying to meet the test There's a little guy I know And I'm proud to call him bro He's ready to compete And he's very hard to beat Never want to quit and run Works hard until the work's all done It's a little guy I know And I'm proud to call him bro This is our brand new segment called Ryan's Recaps where we get reality podcast star Ryan Bailey to recap boring political hearings or speeches like he's recapping a fight between Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle Richards. Now, Ryan is the host of our favorite reality roundup podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And if you haven't gotten in, get ready to get your fucking life because we (laughs) are obsessed. He's not just funny, he's smart, and his takes are hilariously nuanced. He talks shit with the best of him, but he never comes across as hateful or bitter. And I have to say, he's one of the only guys out there, gay or straight, that manages to discuss housewives and not come across as a misogynist. And that is why he owes our hearts forever. Right, Mau Mau? Slow clap (laughs) for real. Yeah. Okay. And I think he knows that's got to be a pretty huge compliment coming from these parts. Now, today he's recapping the first four disgusting, horrific, and dare I say waste of time, January 6th hearings. There's still a few more hearings scheduled over the next couple weeks, and we're hoping Ryan comes back to do the rest of them in his new permanent segment, Ryan's Recaps. And after the hearings are over, we can have him come back and recap all of Biden's speeches (laughs) and the State of the Unions and the town halls and all the important sit-down interviews with like Trump and Jojo and Kiki, all the interviews that a normal person can watch and Mm -hmm. talk about. But when we watch, we become enraged and want to burn down the offices of Politico and kill that annoying Australian guy who interviewed Trump in his chocolate boots. (laughs) Exactly. This is our dream, okay? But to be fair, we never formally asked Ryan if he was willing to do it. And we fully expect him to respectfully decline. But if he does decide he hates us and doesn't want to do all of our work for us, we're still going to keep the segment and we're just going to have to get Meg Ryan or Ryan Murphy to do it because there's no fucking way we're getting rid of that Ryan song at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, no, no. <laughs> there's nothing that will make us get rid of it. We'll get Ryan Lochte before we fucking get rid of that, that song. T- and he will be dumb gay, <laughs> dumb gay Ryan Lochte. <laughs> yeah. I'm Without- in. I've been competing with Lochte my whole life. I'm in. I know. Oh. No. Well, fuck him. Um, this is all about you. Without further ado, in his first time, but hopefully not his last, here to recap the first four hearings of the Housewives of January 6th is Ryan <laughs> Bailey. Hi, uh, Ryan. Woo. Hi. Thank you so much for making me do this. What a what a horrifying task. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, I, I and I don't know if this is going to be a shock to you guys and for anybody listening, it's starting to look like Trump didn't win. Uh, I just watched the fourth uh, one of these and he still has not won yet in fact the whole point of this is to kind of show what great lengths he went to to make sure that he did win but he did it like after the fact like after you're supposed to do all the work he didn't do that and now he's like playing catch up and the sad thing is he convinced everybody of this big lie. So this is so far four days of testimony that really do, unfortunately it's coming on the heels of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which was more salacious, but there are so many great 
um, kind of juicy details in each of these days that makes it more and more horrifying if you actually watch what is presented, so much so that they made this on like prime time. Like the first night of this was on prime time television where they kind of set up their thesis statement of this whole thing for this committee. And remember, this committee cannot, um, like if, if they come to the conclusion that Donald Trump was in on this and there should be criminal charges, they can't do that. That has to be the Justice Department. So Merrick Garland is playing very close attention to everything that is going on right now, because even today on day four, we got a like you know, we saw firsthand the pressure campaign he put on Georgia officials, Arizona officials, and they had set up brilliantly in day one and day two that. Trump knew pretty much immediately that there was no actual basis for uh, voter fraud. He was told that multiple times by multiple different aides, by his own Justice Department. William Barr came on immediately. Uh, He was a big star in the first and second days. Well, let me just back you up. So since you said in the first day was in prime time, they they said their thesis statement. So what is it like what are we fucking doing here i'm not i'm confused this isn't a criminal court right this is the this is the this is congress now it's the house of representatives part of congress there's like nine people in this committee seven democrats two republicans um one of them's from burbank shout out adam schiff (laughs) fuck yeah um had to say it so we're really repping here even though we're not watching the shit and today was his day to shine but so the first day in prime time was across 12 networks we know it's not a criminal court. It, I want to know from you, what was the thesis? Are they trying to make it well, so he can't run again, that he tried to overthrow the government? And if he did try to overthrow the government, is there any consequences for him? What's the point of these hearings? I mean, I think at the end of the day, they're trying to make sure that he cannot run again. But of course, they're not going to say that. But they also want to paint the picture that the whole thesis statement is that they're investigating the January 6th insurrection Um, And they're laying that blame firmly on Donald Trump, saying that the assault was hardly spontaneous, but it was an attempted coup. And it's a direct result of the defeated president's effort to overturn the 2020 election. So they're really kind of painting this story of uh, leading up to January 6th that he spurned on the violence. They brought the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers into it to show like all of this uh, false information that was getting thrown there and that he used. Uh, showing that he was aware of that there was no widespread voter fraud, yet continued to do it on top of it, started also to make it a huge money-making thing because he asked, he was sending up to like 30 emails a day to his base asking for money for the defense fund, which they still have not proven the defense fund ever existed. Mm. Um, But they were making millions upon millions of dollars a day setting up this war chest that we still don't really have all the receipts for, but it was so profitable um, saying that it was voter fraud because everybody, and these are small donor donations, everybody was paying into this. So it was another kind of crime on top of the crime of uh, trying to overthrow a government. Yeah, it was like the side racket of the initial racket. Oh, it's so profitable. Yeah. I mean, it's so profitable. He, $255 million. I mean, that's that's wild. And he took this from small donor contributions because all of these people believe in him so much. And that, I want to I mean, say, I just want to add and clarify, that was after he lost the election, he raised yep. his campaign, which was essentially dead because he lost the election, raised over $250 million from just telling people, help me and I'll, I'll become president again. And they all just sent in their $30. 
And we don't really have the receipts, but we do know that his former um, chief of staff, Mark Meadows, made $1 million between, you know, like December and January 6th. And we know Kim Kimberly Gilhor got sixty grand. For <laughs> Dude, that's what I said. I, that fact, she, she gave a speech, you guys, on January sixth, and she got paid sixty thousand for it. And there's video of her dancing behind the stage because uh, who's not going to dance if you get paid sixty k for five minutes of work? Mm. You know. I mean, you're going to do more work here today, and in our, in our, in our, in our I already two, feel it. Yeah, our two-year contract that we've done deferred pay for you, <laughs> and then she did when like, she introduced like Scientology yeah, all over yeah. again. She introduced her fucking boyfriend for five minutes, who's Trump's son, and got 60 grand. I mean, I'm not really mad at, like, like the money laundering of it all. Usually, I'm just like, just, like, live your life, do it. Like, I don't care. But I hope, and what I, is that the reason they're doing this and trying to prove he knew it was premeditated and it was his attempt to overthrow the government is so that he can't run again. Yeah, well, I'm under the impression it's not just that, but that if they sh- if they prove actual crimes... But that Merrick Garland will have no will be backed. I mean, Merrick, Merrick, Gar, Merrick, the laziest. I don't even I mean, I don't even I mean, and we, and we love this administration. But like, I don't know if he's asleep. I don't know if he has COVID. I don't know if he has like mono. I don't know what his problem is. But the guy doesn't seem to be doing or he's waiting or maybe he's like a black widow and we don't know. And he's going to about to pounce and we're all going to like get our minds. However, they're going to prove that not only did they steal money from people, the main thing is that the fact that they're proving that they created the coup is going to be a crime. And Merrick Garland and the Justice Department will then have to um, file charges against Trump. It's going to be Trump, Easton, well, listen, Giuliani, and all well, they're, of that. They're setting up Eastman to, to take the yeah, fall right yeah. now. That's what they're setting up. because. And by the way, he's a perfect patsy because he looks ridiculous. He yes. sounded ridiculous. Yes. Yet, yet Trump and, and Trump is distancing himself from Eastman of right course. now. And by the way, this is the 50th anniversary of Watergate. You're like, oh, how would we ever? We learned our lesson. And no, we have not learned any lessons 50 years, uh, which is just so sad. But Eastman will take a fall. Trump will totally distance himself. Giuliani the same way but the thing that they're really taking time with uh, carefully presenting the story is that this was a coordinated effort especially when we get to the uh, trying to bring in fake electors trying to uh, throw away votes trying to like it's really interesting because then you see the kind of godfather like strong arm tactics of Trump that's what today's day four testimony was he got doxxed this one guy got doxxed online a Republican his phone number his uh, family's uh, information, even Trump said like 12 times in the phone call, we, you know, you, you could get hurt. This could be very dangerous. Unbelievable. This, like really threatening. And you know, they're probably threatening Merrick Garland. I mean, I just want to say they, there's no way even d- Democrats and Republicans, nobody wants him to be criminally charged because then now we're just, no one can handle that. Like God forbid, because then they are all going to get arrested because they're right. all just so fucking, fucking <laughs> I mean, all both sides. But they, yeah. so nobody really wants that to happen to Trump. But I, because of the ramifications, I mean, and, and he, and Eastman, just to clarify for everyone, he is what, a lawyer, a ragtag lawyer on Trump's yeah, team? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because at the, when, when all of this went down, it was like the, uh, the, he got the wildest, craziest lawyers all surrounding him because a lot of the other lawyers that worked for the White House, it was like, I don't want anything to do with this. So he kind of let in people like Eastman, Giuliani got to come back into the fold. And it was a lot of just wild people with wild theories, which that's what we're waiting for, too, is Judge Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny, uh, who has a huge uh, part in this mm-hmm. about uh, strong arming Arizona election officials, which we're 
about to hear information about this very soon. But that would be something where, um, you know, Clarence Thomas would have to recuse himself from anything regarding mm -hmm. this. Well, anyone affiliated, I mean, even Adam Kinzinger, so he's, uh, well, is, right, I guess, currently a state rep from Illinois. He's retiring, I guess he's announced, but he'll probably stay on now and good for him. But he got a voicemail, like, with this week that said, um, that was threatening. Oh, no, 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 it was a handwritten letter that they can't trace. They knew it came locally, threatening to execute him. He has a wife and a five-month-old baby threatening to execute him, his wife, and his five-month-old baby. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God, I mean... The level that people were even just just casually proud boys threatened where you, people just yeah. don't don't experience that on the day to day. And when you do, it's like, uh, you know what? Uh, I say I'm gonna, I just found 50 votes and I threw them away. If I was a mailman and they came up to me and they were like, you can either die or get 50 grand. I'm like throwing away every fucking mail in vote I see. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, I feel you really just people. ruined your chances at <laughs> yeah. ever working for the post office. That's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> or the government. Well, people want to yeah. know what it's like in Russia. Here's what it's like. This is exactly well, I mean, what it is. That's what it's like. This really, when they say democracy is hanging by a thread, you know, it's like we keep making these jokes and Twitter jokes over the last 10 years about this. But here it is. This is exactly yeah. what we're fighting for. Mm -hmm. And all of these elections and all of these, you know, like, uh, you know, I never wanted to know what Secretary of States did. I never wanted <laughs> no. to know, you know, like, but we Agreed. have to pay attention to this stuff now because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, this all can get taken away. Your vote really, truly doesn't have well, to count even, if the wrong people get elected. Even yeah. locally, like school boards. Who's going to be the head of school board? Yeah. Judges, fucking sheriffs. I'm like, oh, God, why do I have to get involved here? And you have to. Yeah. I mean, did you, yeah. Ryan, did you? I mean, I did not. I mean, I like to be a person who just clamps onto an issue. <laughs> I like to just hold, hold it and savor it and not think about anything, how it works. Just whatever. And this was like. At least in the in the today's hearing, the hearing the day before, like the, the level we go in or the level that it, we are now informed, if you watch these hearings on how the electorate works and how mm -hmm. the certification of the ballots and the votes and the da da da, da they showed today um, they went so deep as to forge <laughs> electorate papers and they showed yeah, the real yeah. and the forged. And I just thought, are they like... Th th that's how deep they if went. They had but put it, that much the, effort into helping people. Imagine, ima imagine, imagine. Well, but mean, did you know? I mean, had you known before <laughs> this 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 trial that that there's the certification papers and the thing in the ballots and that each person and there's just a whole cog and wheel that I just wasn't aware of. Well, I I was a little aware of it just because there was a great documentary about the Bush Gore uh, votes oh, in Florida. Oh, the hanging that kind of took us. Yeah, the hanging chads, it kind of took us through that process. Once again, we really didn't learn tons from that uh, in, in retrospect. But uh, yeah, it's like I, there is this whole process. And the sad thing is nobody's really fully up to date on how the process works. Yeah. So then you can have these lawyers like Eastman and Jenny Thomas come in like, no, no, no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Vice President Pence can and he can turn uh, he can take away those electors and use the Trump electors. And that's why it gets confusing because they were literally trying to even bully Pence into it. Mm -hmm. And when Pence didn't go for it, they were able to paint that picture of uh, Trump said, you know what, my 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 followers are right. Maybe he maybe he deserves to be roughed up a little, you know, like they, they yeah. actually called for the hanging of Mike Pence on January 6th. They were doing we to Mike Pence what they did to fucking Roethlisberger. Why does he sound like a football player, that guy? <laughs> fucking from fucking he does, yeah. Brad Roethlisberger. I swear to God, he plays <laughs> for like the 49ers, but he's like the Georgia vote guy. Yeah. 
these what these yeah. people did and they're republicans i mean they're the fucking heroes i don't care like that is so scary and they were they were doing that to mike pence but he had full security around him and his whole family and they were definitely obviously threatening they were saying hang mike pence but they had been threatening him like the week full week before trump's threatening him personally on the phone right but like the level that these people had to go through and particularly mike pence you know like yeah. And then I feel like this is my weird hot take. You know that movie Vice and how it taught us that yeah. Dick Cheney was like all fucking fat and disgusting up in his fucking shit fuck Wyoming house. And he's like, oh, I don't want to be vice president. He's just such a piece of shit. And he was making all his money and dumping all his toxic fucking waste. What's his? It's in, it's Halliburton. In his Halliburton waste into mm-hmm. our lakes. Yeah. And they go. So he gets this like has whatever, you know, brilliant scheme comes about where it's like, you know what? As vice president, you're actually the president of both uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives, and you really just control fucking everything. So you can just sit, and he made his office there. He didn't even have his office in the White House. He had it over there in the Capitol building with that. And, and it was like the most brilliant, I mean, you couldn't even hate. It was like, damn, they really came through the cut there. I felt like that was this same energy. It was big Dick Cheney, like, let's have Mike Pence. Remember how Dick Cheney told us that the vice president's really the most powerful? Let's have, have Mike Pence say the votes aren't real. And then they just ran with it and gave Mike Pence all this power. And I'm quite sure Mike Pence was scrolling the Constitution with his spectacles <laughs> like, let me see, can I do this? Maybe right. I can. <laughs> I, well, I mean, which is also really interesting now because we have Lynn Cheney at the forefront yep. of this committee Liz. really pushing <laughs> to, like, she knows she's like, she's not going to get voted back in. And she's like, this you know, she is pushing hard as she can to have people listen and watch this evidence. And I find that really interesting just knowing who her dad is. But I think the sad thing about these hearings is that you hear all of these people, these even today on day four, uh, re- Republican um, people that are saying, I care too much about the Constitution to uh, to lie or anything. I'm like, where were you the last four years? Thank you. Where were you Thank caring you. about that? See, that's what's so frustrating. It's like now it's like when my mom said, when you leave things to the last minute, you always screw <laughs> it up. And these people have always like now they're all about the Constitution. Now they're all about works. it. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? yeah and also are they all judges by the way like the most like so there's all these clips that float around for people like me that don't pay attention and i don't even go on social media so i rarely see it but it'll be like one judge who's or uh, i think he's a judge but he's like because i don't recognize him like this is a clear and present danger like are, no, who that are was... these judges and why do they matter no i'm saying there's a, a expertise and also they're trying to paint a uh, a Republican and Democrat. They don't want this to come off like a witch hunt, which is the easiest thing for pe- places like Fox News and all of that stuff to throw at these hearings. So if they can get enough people that are actually Republican in nature to say, this is what actually, because maybe you'll believe it more from a Republican, but then we get now, uh, you know, that that one dude running for office saying, let's go hunt rhino Republicans. Right. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's just more, I think, to kind of like the legitimacy of these issues. Okay. Also, this judge was a former advisor to Mike Pence. Okay. So he. I do think it's interesting that they're all retired. Oh, well, so it's, well much, it's much easier to roll on in and be like, you know what? This was wrong. And that's the thing, Ryan. I'm so glad that you said that because even on in the news, it's just like Lawrence O'Donnell has been the only one that I heard recently. who was like, where the fuck have you been for four years, Mike Pence? Fuck off. Like you, 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 all of you, including Liz Cheney. I'm sick of hearing that she's a hero. If I'm, if the, if the, the bar for a man is he's a hero because he doesn't rape women. That's exactly what we're dealing with here. Like, you don't get to be a hero 
because you didn't rape someone. Because that, to me, is what it is. You can't look at a guy and go, he's a good guy because he doesn't rape. Well, it's like, that's what it is with this. With this, It's like, these people had every opportunity, every minute, every moment, every hour to speak out, to say something, to do something good, to do the right thing. But they didn't. They've all aligned themselves with Trump. They voted with him every single time. They did what he wanted until it got to the point where there was an insurrection and there's a million people coming in the building and Mike Pence is scared <laughs> that he's going to get in trouble. Fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not Well, that's the sad thing is that yeah. even, even after all of this, it's still like, well, we have this information now. We have all of this, and it keeps getting more frightening and more frightening, but what are we going to do with this information? It's like, sadly, his yeah. supporters, it, right. it, you know, I, I mean, I hate to say this, because no, I don't even hate to say this, but it's a cult. It's a cult, and mm-hmm. you got, they got to get out. They got to go get some fresh air. Like, say, this is, listen, <laughs> this is not your guy. This guy is going to take and take from you, and it's going to ruin actual democracy and freedom, which is supposedly what we're all fighting for. So this really lays that out in this kind of stunning way but unfortunately, Trump has always preyed on the stupid or trying to make the stupid feel smart. So this, you know, a yeah, lot of these people will turn a one. blind eye to all of this. And that's the sad part. You know, it's like this is getting viewed. I hope it's getting viewed by the right people. But also, you know, when you say like money and Cheney from the past and stuff, it's what's going to make more money? Is the lie going to make more money? Is turning a blind eye to these things? If we get Trump back in office, does that mean we all get to make more money? It's a really frightening thing because here is the truth. But the real interesting part of all of this will be what do we do with it afterwards? What does the uh, the Justice Department do with it? They can only lead the horse to water. You know, I don't know what happens after this, but it's it's continually getting frightening the more and more mm-hmm. that is uncovered about this. And I thought we knew a lot, but I mean, there's a lot that we are learning for the first time of just high up officials. No, like just imagine all the wasted time and energy, like all the law, the White House lawyers, like they're all admitting they knew from the very beginning. This has all been wasted time, wasted money, wasted all of that. Even if you're a Republican, you're not able to focus on the issues like taking away women's rights because you're doing this BS with Donald Trump just because Mm. he's he's your you want to be your pal, you know, like. Let him go yeah. do something else and be your pal over there. But this, <laughs> this, this isn't for this isn't for him. You know, like this should no longer be yeah. accessible to him. Exactly. I agree a exactly. thousand percent. I also agree. I completely do. Ryan, do you think that um, Trump's people uh, are watching this and is it swaying anyone's mind? In your the opinion? only way. Uh, no, I mean, no, I don't. Because think about how many times over the last four years, you know, we were like, oh, wow, this came out. Oh, that's got to really change people's opinions. He has some kind of magical ability. And I will credit with him with that, where it's it's kind of I mean, Clinton had this a little bit, too. But uh, but he's just able to make people forget about every heinous thing he's done. Yeah. And he keeps on going. Yeah. And it's very interesting. So I think people are very aware I don't even think they're learning for the first time. I think they know that he is a liar deep down, but I think they then make up their own sets of rules. Like, well, he lied, but he's lying, so we can take away the rights of women's uh, reproductive rights, or we can take away this. Like, So they think, I think, in the end, that this is some kind of like, okay, like I, I've talked to a lot of Christians about this. Well, like this is what we want, so we got to vote for this guy, even though we know he's a bad guy. And I think that's the interesting thing. I think a lot of these people sold their soul a long time ago because they thought it was going to make their issues uh get finally right. heard you know right. yep i would say like well one to that point like out of all of this whole thing what i probably w- would do 
with the people that I know that aren't. I know there's tons of people I know that aren't watching it and that that like Trump or don't or just are apathetic or don't care. But like, let's say someone I know who probably is like these closet Republicans. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't you know, particularly women, I would take that video. And even though that video from the very first night was like, it's like 10 or 15 minutes long. I mean, it's intense. Yeah. I would probably take that video and show that. Like if I could, and this is like my friend, Jessica, I'm just going to name check her. She doesn't listen to this. Hopefully uh, she's not this far in. Um, I would show it to her. Cause I think that she would be horrified no matter what she right. sees on facebook about how jesus yeah. loved, trump's love jesus trump trumpers love jesus why why christians vote for trump i mean all this stuff comes across her facebook i know if she saw that video she would be absolutely horrified mm -hmm. and that first night it was all unseen footage mm -hmm. for whatever reason i don't know why it wasn't all over the news but yeah um, <laughs> there's a 12 minute video of unseen footage yeah and you know, not and not. I wouldn't even care about convincing Arrow, the Proud Boys, and it was they met in the parking lot, and it was a fucking whole documentary about how they planned the attack. I would just let her see, like the violence of that cult, which is what it is. Whether the people were back at the protest, there was plenty of people that were black, back at that protest thing, the march mm -hmm. that weren't at the Capitol, right? Who were like off, like where can we get like fries, like <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck yeah, they were doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did and you see the hotel happy hours on some of them? They were going off. Oh, I'm sure those yeah. fucking crazy fucking racist nightmares. But I would I would want like somebody who was there at the happy hour just being like, and this is crazy. They're storming. You know, they weren't none of them were mad at it. But right. I think the video is the thing to take away from it only like rather than just like sound bites or regurgitating. I just think that video is so scary. And every all of those people love to say it's just like the Black Lives Matter marches. We right. saw it. Like, we saw guys, like, looting into shoe stores. And it's like, gives a shit. That's one <laughs> fucking shoe store. And some guys running by, stealing out of a shoe store that's going to get their insurance back. I'm sure they didn't sit in their home with blueprints and guns <laughs> 10 days before. Like, okay, we're going to take down Mark's shoes on 7th. Uh, he fucking doesn't have a lock on it. We're going to get, like, a bunch of low-end fucking, like, Nikes that don't even. They didn't do that. Also, we're going to find yeah. Mark. We're gonna chant Mark's name. Yeah, we're not gonna. We're gonna Mark. shit on the side of the wall yeah. and pee and shit and pee more and chant and chant and chant and then create a noose and hang Mark. I'm trying yeah. to hang Mark. They didn't do I mean, any yeah. of that God. shit. That it's was insane. spontaneous it's shit, it's and it's not the it's same. Insane. And that's why I would show it's her. Insane. But I do want to say that first night got like it was across twelve networks. It got like twenty million views, yeah. which is or Huge. whatever it's called ratings. Huge views. Huge. And we don't even know. <laughs> I doubt many people, I doubt they counted YouTube. I'm not sure if they did, but on TV, it wasn't that big considering, but now, and Fox did not run it that night. At all. Yeah, shocking, yeah. And that was the well, main, main night where they regurgitated all the Fox texts, which they right. haven't really done since. <laughs> yeah. But Fox is running them now, and I would love to know the ratings. I know MSNBC is first in the ratings of running these hearings. Yeah. But I, I would love to know how high, if it's rating it all on Fox, then they are saying it because that's what they watch. That's true. Well, I think, but it's also the, the take uh, and the context they put around it too. And especially with Fox, they're kind of master manipulators in terms of that. But I think it's actually really interesting that finally Trump is delivering the ratings he's always promised. Like, it's going <laughs> to yeah. be, like, finally, finally, like, everybody's fine. Like, this is, 
he always said this is the biggest and the best. I feel like we're finally getting some of that where it's like 20 million. That's like better than a lot of uh, Trump views yeah. from the past, even the past four years. So he's finally uh, delivering on one promise to the people. I just think now he's like screaming things like, uh, you know, we I, I need my time as well. And he, he turned against Iv- uh, Ivanka the other day uh, because she said she agreed with William Barr. She said, you know, and, and he uh, sent out a tweet on his truth social, you know, saying that, uh, you know, she checked out a long time ago before January 6th. And, you know, Barr is a piece of crap. It's like all the people that have like for somebody that hires the best people, I still will never understand why there were so many people fired, quit all of this stuff. Like he never hired like he hired the shittiest people. Oh, the I worst. Mean, and has he couldn't highest, get anyone good. No, of course. he couldn't. No, it has the highest like quit rate firing rate like yeah it's i wonder if she's she went and talked did a robot voice and stuff because they want her to be able to run and if she can in any way like well they're all none of them want to get arrested i think that's in the back of all of these people's minds if what if i run one day so i think everybody is playing that dance like i you know like ivanka does want to do that like i think Mm -hmm. she will so she's got to be very careful in the word she chooses she's got to and, and so you'll see a lot of that i mean even jared kushner he you know uh had testimony in one of the first two days where he was saying you know what I wasn't really busy with this. I was busy on working for working pardons at that time. Cause he was like, yeah, I, I wasn't focused on this. I was focusing on pardoning as many criminals as I could. So he's like, that's what I was doing. And, but and, I, and like I, believe, I believe that that was all. I think the whole team and that campaign team is still working there, getting all their money, getting their hundred million dollars a day. I think that they all sat around because Ivanka is their golden child. That's who they want to go up. They know Don Jr.'s cracked out with Kimber Hoare, you know, in the bushes somewhere. And they all planned for her to say that. And then I believe that that tweet wasn't it wasn't a tweet because he's not allowed on Twitter. I believe that message was planned like she did had distanced herself. I think they want to set it up that she had distanced herself because they do want, including Trump, her to run Mm. because he still is in charge if she's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. running, you know, Mm -hmm. she's there. I think that. I mean, yeah, this is this is a dynasty now, you know. Yeah. Other than saying, like, Giuliani was drunk, which (sighs) she didn't do. Someone else said that, right? Or I'm not sure. Yeah, somebody else said that in testimony. That said, uh, he he was pretty uh, he was pretty drunk at that point. So it all seems like they had kind of. Uh, would laugh at Giuliani a lot, everybody except for Trump, you know, because he would always be that guy like, no, we can do this, we can do this. But a lot of people were like, yeah, he had, he was pretty, he was pretty deeply drunk at that point. And I think Giuliani came out was like, I wasn't deeply drunk. I was just drunk. You know? <laughs> That's going to be my new shit. I'm taking that. It wasn't deeply, guys. It was Yeah, come on. Just That's, don't, don't make me look like an idiot here, you guys. Come on. In his, and even in Guglielmi's own like like interview, I saw because they did their testimony like all via Zoom and mm-hmm. or in, in month oh, months ago or mm-hmm. whenever they did it, mm-hmm. and then they're just playing it now in these mm-hmm. hearings. He is slamming a water bottle that is all crunched up, and if and if any and if any of our fourteen listeners, as as Julie and I have poured vodka into a water bottle mm-hmm. it becomes um all bunched up it doesn't look clean <laughs> doesn't look like a new water bottle one took out of a fridge mm-hmm. it looks all crinkled up and you've held it too long and it's this very used water bottle and he's pounding it during his testimony and even before they even said he was drunk i was like there's vodka in that i can just tell yeah i mean <laughs> the, the uh i think the booze was flowing pretty pretty heavily during this whole <laughs> 
entire time. And by the way, that's that's when you get the most ballsy too, where you can make false accusations mm -hmm. is when you're three sheets to the wind. So it's like, yeah, we'll find the boats. I know they're there. Dead people are voting. <laughs> Illegals are voting. Like that's what's happening. And they really, it just shows the power of one man and the, the creation of this huge lie is just, it's really, it's really breathtaking to watch breathtaking. if it wasn't so scary. Breathtaking. I think it's a, a reflection also on the Republican party and that they all thought they could be manipulated and that they, I think it was shocking to Trump and even all of those guys, even the bill bars who are manipulated to a certain point. And I can, and then I guess they reach their, yeah. their, their epicenter of whatever they think they're their fake integrity. But then they all think that Republicans are just going to fall in line and are easily manipulated or else they wouldn't even think that they could do that. You mean Republican voters that Republican, but the, the Republican voters, the Republican workers, that those Georgia, Arizona, that oh, those the, guys were going to be like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course we can find those votes. Of course we're Republicans too, but they didn't it, because they didn't want to get arrested. And some of them just, I don't even think it's integrity. I think it's fear. Yeah. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it's just very frustrating because it just seems like this one administration brings out the absolute worst, worst. in people yep. and it's encouraged. It's encouraged. Yes. And so now we, we then, you know, we see those in just little things in society. Like I don't need all woke everything and I don't need everybody hugging and kissing and loving <laughs> the streets. But I mean, like this brings out like just the worst possible, yep. Yep. like it, it does kind of remind you of real housewives villains. Like this is a villainous, um, yeah, uh, a, a like a party, a party of villains. It's just a part of all villains. And it, yep, and, it, and you're, you're right. right. He did. Right. He did move the needle from you know the, the sweeping things, the Dick Cheney days, where yeah. it was all there and it was huge lies. Talk about a big lie. Yep. Fucking WMD up the ass. Even the hanging chat. It was. It's always been there, but the the needle has definitely moved with this, and it has um, permeated society. And I have always believed even way back, I mean, my whole life, um, that I believe everyone is corruptible. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think we're all massively underpaid. And like I said before, if somebody said, you, you can, I can give you 50,000 votes and you can, I mean, $50,000 and you can throw away votes or I can kill you. I'm going to go ahead and take the 50,000 and be fucking thrilled about it. But I, I feel like you're basically begging somebody yeah. to like pay you off. Like oh. It feels like You've now brought that up enough times where I'm like, do you, is, are you, is somebody listening that might do this? Oh, I feel like you're the, four, the 14 listeners know I am like here for, I'm like, oh, come, come pay me off. Are you from, you're from the tobacco lobby? I'm not against tobacco. I'll do that. Like I always, I, I do that with housewives. Like I won't make a stupid meme about you. If you pay me off, like I will, yeah, like I right. will, I will retire Jax Taylor for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just need, I yeah. just need a thousand dollars. I don't even need exactly. Anything I think there's a thing though where it gets shifted. It's one thing, like pay me to do X, but Y, that's Z. That's what I was saying. I was saying, I'll do it. My point is what he said, which is that we're all, we're all, we all have the ability to be corrupted, yes. on, especially if we can justify. Like, look, I fine. I don't, I don't, you know, I'll stop doing the Jax meme. Like, obviously who cares? And I'll take the money and I won't feel bad about it. Cause I never should have been doing the fucking Jax meme anyway. I should have not been doing that. So now someone's going to pay me to do something I shouldn't have been doing. And that's the way the whole government works. They're all getting paid by yeah. lobbies, but they pick and choose the lobbies based mm -hmm. on their own integrity. And what he did because he was corrupt from the beginning, he never should have been in office ever. And, and these are just facts, whether you fucking think he did good or his administration did good. And some people be like, he was fine. la la. la. The guy was so corrupt from the get, from birth, that he 
he brings out the absolute corruptibility in everyone who gets near him. And even if they finally yeah. hit their peak and go, you know what? In the last two days, I just was like, <laughs> I can't kill Mike Pence. I had to get out of there. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like, Glad that was your life. Yeah, I was I was just watching this documentary on this like uh, Teal Swan, this potential cult leader. And that's what it was like when you're in the, you know, we've all had friends like that too that are so charming that when you're in it, when you're near them, you want to like anything that they say is right. And you want anybody that speaks badly of them, you rail against, you just don't understand it. She is so special. He is so special. You know, and this is, it's like they're in this wild cult that anything yep. he says goes and they don't want to it's like we don't want to let it go we don't want the good times of hate of the last four years to go people like i want to hate for another four years yeah. people just can't accept it and it's just that's what makes me sad is that i i am so in support of these hearings even though it could be spent much like we could do actual things in the world but i'm i'm happy to do this i just get scared where it's going to lead what do you mean where are you scared it's going to go well i mean you know, you could have another January 6th immediately, like if, if the Justice Department decides to actually bring charges, um, you know, you could have people storming more capitals. You could have, you know, this is violence now was introduced to the mix and it has been for a long time. So why not keep doing this? Because these people think they are fighting for some just cause. They think they are fighting for their actual freedom, not realizing they're actually free already. Right, so right. that's what worries me is that, you know, you really could have an end of a political system as we know it. And I think certain aspects of the political system are completely broken. But um, I just think if you allow Trump to do all of this stuff and he still gets to run, you know, we're in really we're in really dark waters at that point. Yeah, because the scariest thing is that then we're back into he wins no matter what, because now we're going to have to go through all of this. If again. Trump gets to win, I'm sorry, if Trump gets to run and wins, that's a whole. But if he gets to run even at all, I don't know how we let's say just the three of us <laughs> um, accept that law and order exists or the government is real he'll make or, them lie about the results I don't even they're know. already they've already put the, their team in we, place to lie about the results how, so you can't be allowed to run i wouldn't well, even be able to talk to a police officer without being go fuck yourself yeah. go well, show I mean, you're, I'm, I'm, nothing matters i'm already i mean i already don't trust anybody anyways and this just makes it worse and worse and worse and i by the way you say the three of us i think it's just the two of us brandy's willing to get paid <laughs> off like, oh, we're gonna God. be the only ones yeah. out on these streets <laughs> I mean, like, you do kind of have this 1984 quality of, like, you're like, wait, um, okay, if I still, like, you know, yeah. I think, like, well, if I could still have my reality shows, would I be okay with it? You know, it's like, no, nah, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's really kind of scary all over, and it has been for a long time, so it's just interesting to start putting more facts with I mean, why I, this feeling is there. I do think it's, I think, yeah, I, you know what you're, you're trying to put, pinpoint is that I'm an accelerationist. And I decided that I pretty much decided it probably right around this last the 2020, like the election. It was about a year ago. Yeah. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's just fucking get into it. Because I was so stressed <laughs> out, you know, during the election um, that 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 he was going to win again and all these awful people. And um, I hate people in Congress more than I hate him, um, actually. Yeah. But yeah. so I got into this thing where I'm like, I just wanted to go and I wanted to go and I want it to happen fast and I want to get it over with. And if if we are headed towards because it does seem like we're headed towards a full on civil war. I mean, it does. That's the way we feel doing this yeah. podcast. It's so gross, but it's true. Well, the thing is, if there well, was how we feel. if there was a civil war, if the the then fine, I can accept <laughs> that. I can accept that if Trump is allowed to run, there would be a civil war or if Trump won. Let's say, though, I think our yeah. side of things is too puss to fucking exactly. get out and fucking That's why tear some shit up. However, 
on the opposite, if he doesn't, and the QAnons and the Trump side of things gets their guns and their militias out and wants to get into a civil war, then let's get into it because we do have the military and you should all be dead but anyway. But we don't have the and military because the military is on their side. Yeah. The military is listen. being run by Biden. But that right doesn't now. matter. They let them all into the Capitol. That's why it's so fucking scary for but all of us. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, and also, I have a bad knee. I can't even run. Like, <laughs> me it's like too. a zombie thing. Like, me too. I, the minute like, like a zombie attack or this civil war happens, I'm done. Like, I don't have any guns. I have Ugh, a bad knee. Either. I will give up immediately. Listen, I, guess you I want to you to here. know, meet us at the tanning salon. <laughs> Julie and I have a plan. Take it for real. We are meeting at the tanning salon in Burbank, okay? She's probably going to go to the wrong one, our old one in Sherman Oaks. So you two but, can meet up. So no, you're meeting up. Yeah. the one in Burbank. I have one gun. I have one gun, but Julie has a bat and bitch will throw a man. to. She can throw a man 50 feet. So she has a truck. You meet us at the tanning salon, we're going to get gold bullion and cans of tuna, and we're going to fucking do this shit. At least I have a truck. I do have a truck, yeah. so we have that. And, like, if you, I don't know if you have any pets, but you can yeah. fit them in. Yeah. Don't leave without your cat or your dog. We'll take that, too. My, my friend Nick's mom always prepped him for, like, their family. Like, it was like, meet at the cabin. Echo, yeah. echo, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Meet at the cabin. Like, they, they like, would do trades. Like, if any, if any shit goes down, we meet at the cabin. As my, you know, Nick's, like, 40 now, and he's like, she still does this. Like, yeah. how am I going to even get out of Los Angeles if something happens, you know? Well, we, we started the tanning salon role during the fires. <laughs> yeah. Um, during, like, the 2018 fires. I was like, what the fuck? None of the wireless is going to work. So meet at the tanning salon and let's fucking blaze. Let's go. No pun intended. I've been looking. I mean, I've been looking into generators. I'm not kidding. I've been looking into generators. Oh. I'm like looking into now that I have a truck. Maybe we'll get one of those things that sticks on the side. You put gas in. I don't care. I mean, I, I mean, finally, my fear of the year 2000. Remember when all that crap was happening? Oh, when yeah. They thought like the computers were all going to go down. Y2K, like, yeah. I remember, like, my, yeah, my buddy was all like the generator, the can like all of this stuff that like I feel like that stuff could finally come in Be handy used. if we could buy some. 2000 uh like 22 year old uh survival food yeah maybe we should get the directions to the cabin maybe we should you know yeah yeah, yeah. hey hey nick buddy i was just telling some friends about that cabin where <laughs> yeah. was that specifically yeah. it's such a funny story yeah. <laughs> i'm driving we're gonna drive right up to napa that's oh, yeah. where we're going that's gonna be on fire like, can you believe the civil oh. war can i have a cab <laughs> uh yeah, or do you have, have a sauvignon blanc great yeah how do, they, how, how do they handle the grapes on this one yeah I think um, you're right, though, and, and it is scary, and I don't mean... I mean, I'm just... I just want it to happen and need it to happen because I'm slowly being driven nuts and crazy, and I do feel that other people are, too, which is why they're... I mean, 30 guys got out of a fucking van covered in, like, militia outfits. That's why Julie's like, we have the military. I'm like, nope, they were in the back of a van headed to a Pride event. Like, they were dressed like... You know this, right, right, Ryan? They were in... 30 men were caught getting into a yeah. van at a hotel, and in then... In a U-Haul. As in somebody standing out there having like their Folgers, like the fuck <laughs> is going on there? Yeah. I'm going to call someone. And then, and luckily they weren't here in LA because you can't even get 911 on the phone. But, and they, it's like if 30 guys have, have, are putting on militia gear just to go bust a pride, like walk up in your jeans and slap a bitch. <laughs> like, let's be real here. <laughs> let's I be mean, real. I mean, like, like some of the video footage they show, they show the coordinated, like these guys weaving their way through the crowd up into the Capitol to be able to enter these places. I mean, they were highly organized, some of these people. Yes, they were extremely organized. The groups that went in, I mean, what we learned from the hearing is that well, the people that really got in, the ones that were in the heart of the thing, that went into Nancy Pelosi's office, blah, 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 these guys had zip ties and they were blueprints yeah. and they, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They went in for, you know, what they didn't foresee is that the 
people in con- or the reps and everything had their own um what is it called their own point of view or their uh, own plan yeah they have a plan when the it's like uh there's fucking some redneck white <laughs> racists in the capital what are we gonna do and then it's like okay we're gonna go into the catacombs or we're gonna wait we know what we're doing they knew what yeah. they would do they know what to do yeah. when there's yeah. they have that ready to go but those guys didn't think that through. they didn't know like who what part of their establishment didn't Sorry, think. no one told Marjorie Taylor Greene about the catacombs <laughs> before she gave them the tour oh, of the Capitol. I mean, that I have to say before we let you go, because I know you probably have to go. The one thing I really want to see with these with with these hearings and it better come out is who from from Congress gave those tours mm. because they have that stuff on tape yes. and, and they don't want to say it because yeah. they want to keep it secret because they want to protect their own. And I just think that needs to come out or we're completely fucked. Like, then I can't trust any of them if that doesn't come out. You know, they were showing the one gentleman, uh, you know, giving a tour and the people they were taking photos of stairways, you know, like mm. who's been into a beautiful Capitol building and go, I need to get a picture of these stairs for grandma. <laughs> She's going to love, going to love these stairs, you yeah. know, like, they, you know, and he was like, no, no, it was a family. There's nothing, you know, like, it's, it's like, come on, guys. At a certain point, that's the other problem I have right now in this country is that we never admit fault. Yeah. We never admit when we're caught. We never admit like if you just like. If you just push through, you'll get there and people will believe you. And Trump has built his whole career on that. And he's now taught these government officials to do the same thing. It's just hold rank, keep your head down, push through, we'll win in the end. And the and it also bugs that their coworkers won't call them out. That's the other thing we do. Like, me too, bitch. Like, go ahead and t- say who was there. Why are you not saying who's there? Okay, so Ryan, Cynthia, Bailey, if I may. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for signing. Oh, my God, thank you. Yeah. This, I'm so excited to be here. If there's ever, yeah, I, if you ever need me to come back, I'm totally down. I was so excited for this, even though the fall of our country it involves, but I was pretty excited anyways. <laughs> well, you have your two-year contract with deferred pay. So yes, for Ryan, do this. Ryan's recaps. So tell our 14 listeners where they control you on the socials, where they can binge your podcast, see you on YouTube, all of the things. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, we do a bunch of shows every week. Go poke around and see what you like. We have a YouTube channel now as well, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And I just do uh, goofy memes on So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram. So any of those, please uh, support if you can. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard, especially right fucking now when we can't even block a known money laundering, tax evading, (laughs) pussy grabbing, treasonous insurrectionist from running for fucking president again. Like... How hard is it to stop him from running for president again? I don't even need him to be arrested. (laughs) But him and his family and his co-conspirator staff need to be blocked from running for office ever fucking again. And you know what? It should be easy. Julie literally got caught using the fax machine for personal use as a temp (laughs) in the 90s. And she still literally can never work for American Express again, ever. That's from the 90s. At this point, that's over 30 years. That's uh, around 30 years ago. Yeah. 
and you still cannot work for American Express. Correct. But that motherfucker, we're worried that in two years he's going to run for president. I don't, I, 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 I don't, it's just, it's breathtaking, breathtaking. How, how broken the government is. And I'm, I mean that literally because it's, it's slowly and slowly day by day stealing my breath and my will to continue staying engaged. Agreed. The so there's that portion of the show has degraded exponentially <laughs> and today is no exception because we're at an impasse again just from what you're saying you know like the news sucks the hearings are depressing global warming's in full effect trumpers are trumping republicans are republicaning and i continue to stick my foot so far deep in my mouth i now realize it's the reason i cannot lose any weight i am fat on my own foot and i'm gorging on a fuck up buffet that i'm the only one at now Normally, we like to highlight something that is concrete and is actually happening. But since nothing's happening and more people have been shot, run over, killed, murdered, raped, abused, and generally disrespected and tossed aside, I've decided to shine light on JoJo doing what JoJo does best, which is to try. And if we were still doing this podcast in a real way, we would have already highlighted it. That is true. (laughs) But since we're not, yeah. this is where I'm going to discuss it. Now, Good. our Jojo has been handed a shit platter in the prison cafeteria. And no matter what he does to try and make changes, the prison gang who runs the cafeteria happens to be paying off the warden and all the guards. So when the mayor comes in to try and do anything, there won't be nothing going nowhere. Know how? Because Mitch McConnell and his band of evil inmates are the ones running everything. And are making it so that anything bad or that doesn't get done, they blame Biden. So they can win the next election, then do everything Biden was going to do. Then blame him again, say how ineffective Democrats are, blame us for everything, and then take credit for literally everything we would have done, in addition, of course, to cutting taxes for rich people, and then looking America in the eye and saying, this is helping you. While they drain your bank accounts, give you cancer, take away your rights, but make sure you spend all your money on guns and church. Once again, proving that Americans are so scared of confronting the truth and history of not just this country, but humanity, they'd rather let Jeff Bezos not pay taxes, Trump pocket all his campaign money, and allow little children to get mass shot, rather than just admit the country is built on slavery and racism and sexism is what built the world. So here we are and here we will stay. And P.S. Can I just interject? A lot of the fucking supply chain issues and the cost and the rise in cost of everything is because of Trump putting tariffs on China. Now, look, I'm perfectly motherfucking fine with it. I haven't complained one fucking time about the price of anything. Julie played, paid nine dollars for a fucking each gallon of gas on the way home from Napa. And I fucking literally jumped for joy and I high fived everyone. Is it not true, my the entire gas station i said living the dream bitches and i walked around the gas station and we all high-fived and everyone did it (laughs) everyone high-fived me because that is fucking crazy and you know what it's like all these republicans they love to bitch about fucking china and they don't want us up china's nuts and all we do is fucking lick china's asshole so trump put all these tariffs on china which they were all fucking celebrating for and now the chickens are coming home to roost on our fucking dime Mm -hmm. and it's like that's from trump bitch China's pissed. We, we taxing tariffs mean taxes. We're taxing their sh- imports that come in here. And then they don't want to send us shit. They don't want to take our shit. And everything costs more. So fuck off. Not you guys. Just the general <laughs> or we. The fucking royal we. She's right. That's exactly correct. So for those of you who want to sit and talk shit about JoJo, look, 
Just fuck with it. Fuck off, okay? Leave Jojo alone. He may have onset dementia or just old age exhaustion, but whatever. We call it senior moments. Okay, senior he moments. senior moments. But it's just like the okay boomer piece of shit, garbage, slut, whore, twat, who I fucking hate. Taylor Lorenz. Yeah, fuck her. I hope she hears me. Okay, boomer. Like... It is so disrespectful and so grotesque on every level. This person, fine. They're a senior. Okay, they're a boomer. And you know what? That's why you exist. So why don't you have a little fucking respect? But whatever. The guy has a heart of gold and he's done nothing but truly be a servant of the people. Yeah, while wearing aviator glasses, looking cool, getting rich, and being the grandpa-papa everyone loves. And you know what? I'm glad he's rich. I want him to drive around in a convertible with Jill and enjoy their lives. Of course. Because they fucking deserve it. And we all do. We shouldn't hate on anyone for getting rich, doing a job. He's working. <laughs> Certainly isn't a trust fund, baby. Exactly. He worked his ass off. He deserves it, unlike Trump and his whole ilk, who feel they should be rich because their parents were rich or they're white or they're entitled, greedy little rape twats who feel this entire country exists to serve them. He believes the people are the servants, while Joe Biden is the servant of the people. So, P.S. We didn't even care that Trump was rich before he was president. No. We didn't give two flying fucks. We watched Dumbass fucking The Apprentice every fucking week, Celebrity Apprentice. We didn't care. We thought it was great. Good. It's funny. Put your fucking gold name on everything. We don't care (laughs) if people are rich. Don't come up here and try to be the fucking president. Mm. Don't come up here and try to control politics, Koch brothers. Stay in your fucking lane. Go buy your island. Just like we didn't care that Johnny Depp was rich. People don't hate on the rich and Till they start trying to control us. Correct. <sighs> Republicans have again and again, just in 2022 alone, voted not to help reduce or lower costs for anything in this country. Democrats have ad nauseum tried to pass bills that would give relief to gas prices, baby formula, and price gouging. Republicans after Republicans, they just won't do it. Because guns, because abortion, or whatever the bullshit fucking bullshit reason they want to give. Now, the truth is this. They don't want to do it because they'd ha- that would allow Democrats to get credit for doing anything good, and they will not allow it. Biden has been trying since he became president to work with the party of snakes and ghouls, but what do you expect when you work with snakes and ghouls? They slither inside, and they eat hobbits, and they live in dumpsters. But once again, old JoJo's trying to get us ready to be introduced to another relief package. This time when it comes to gas. This is the second time, by the way. The House has tried to pass a relief bill in May, but of course the Republicans are fighting it tooth and nail and want to deflect and say, well, what about Venezuela and what about Saudi Arabia? Right, like you had a problem with them under Trump. By the way, Trump had the closest relationship with Saudi Arabia of any president in the history of the United States. He's the same person who says Putin is a genius and Kim Jong, him and Kim Jong-il have a beautiful relationship. You're such a bunch of fucking turncoat dick suckers. I can't even take it. You want to complain about Saudi Arabia? Just save it. Biden has had to deal with the oil and gas devils because not one of them is worth the clothes they live in and should all be chopped up and thrown into a sewer. With that said, you want to drive your car? You want to heat your home? Then you need oil. And Putin currently is destroying the oil and gas industry. So Jojo is trying to figure out how to keep people alive. But of course, true to Republican morality, they're acting like he's doing something wrong when they're the most evil, most corrupt, most disgusting in the the world. And the biggest gas guzzlers on the planet. (laughs) That's right. So with all that said, Jojo again is trying to give some relief over this insane gas price situation. Now, this, of course, is a combination of politics, blame gamery, and actually trying to do something. Something, but we got midterms and an election looming in the future, so the games are starting and they're kicking them into high gear. 
Brandy, as she said, and I went to Napa this past weekend, and the gas alone was so breathtakingly expensive. We did, in fact, pay $9.22 a gallon, and that's just for regular. Uh, I believe the most, the supreme premium gas was literally $10 a gallon. If I had known that, I would have paid for the gas and made you get premium. <laughs> I didn't realize that was, oh, so disappointed. I drive a truck, so I don't need premium. But, you know, as you can imagine, that was insane. Now the I went inside, got a turkey sandwich with Swiss, um, a chocolate chip muffin that we didn't eat just because I can't resist when I see muffins with chocolate chips, and a bag of jalapeno chips, and it was $42. (laughs) And that's the truth. I'm not lying. And that's because we're we're in the middle between Napa and whatever the next place is. And of course, it's the scenic drive. And (sighs) they're going to do what they're going to do. I get it. I'm not mad at it. However... California, of course, we live in the state that has the two most expensive gas stations in the country. One, which we got the gas at, and apparently the other one was in Napa, <laughs> but we ha- we just didn't see it. So now, you know, and like I said, I'm not mad because California is the leader of the pack when it comes to trying to curb the climate killing. And we're just, we're not going to get into it, but... That's why partly gas is so expensive here in California, in addition to the fact that America has banned importing or exporting gas to and from Russia, which is where we had been getting most of our barrels of oil from, which is why it's so expensive now, which is why Biden is opening the door to dealing with Saudi Arabia more or Venezuela. And guess what? American oil companies are more than happy to keep the prices high. And so are Republicans. They don't need to be that high. The companies are also making them higher uh, yeah. than they need to be. And because that's American companies. And when they ask, them, now, oh, let's do a tax, let's do a, a, a tax gas day, a gas tax day and mm-hmm. all this shit. They're like, that's a gimmick. We're just now all the Republicans, all they can say it's a that's gimmick. Correct. We don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. A million different things. And they keep saying no, including to this yep. one, which isn't even this isn't even in writing yet formally, but he's talking about it. And I know he's about to announce this, which is why I think it's cool because Jojo will not stop. Oh, it's not even in writing yet. He's, Very newsy. He's announced that he's trying to lower the gas price. Right. He, well, not only has he been trying to lower gas prices and work with oil and gas companies in this country to release more barrels, lower costs while investing in alternative energy in general. So we're not in the situation of gas again. What do you think the oil and gas companies are doing? Saying No. He said Monday he could make a decision as soon as this week on whether to support Congress instituting a pause on the federal gas tax of 18.4 cents per gallon, which experts have estimated could lower prices by approximately 14.72 cents per gallon. That's a lot. Now, if this happens, we will then put a pause on fixing roads because that tax goes to funding the infrastructure bill. So this is the kind of shit that Jojo is contending with. And I wish people would give him a break and understand. And what also we this is the what Obama said was the making a choice of an impossible choice every single day, making the 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 best choice out of a ton of bad choices. Right. That's it. Just you're just picking. And yeah, where do you think your taxes go, everyone? And particularly the gas tax is what they they make funnel into roads. Maybe they so, should keep, take the taxes off of keeping people who do mass shootings alive in prison and just go ahead and kill them. I wish that they would make uh, all the tax-exempt fucking fake charities pay their taxes because we would get a billion dollars in a day. That's right. Now, what he's also trying to uh, suggest are gas rebate cards. Now, they're not sure how they would work entirely, but it's under review. Student loan forgiveness is also in the same package. 
Now, you know, I guess if people were released from their student loans, then there wouldn't be so much money to pay for the gas. They're thinking they're trying to relieve financial burdens off of people. Now, personally, I'm not into student loan forgiveness, but whatever. People across the board have crippling debt and we could all use some relief. But if it, if they do it, then fine. I wouldn't fight it. And I just would just be like, whatever. Now, I believe he's going to say, let's hold off on the roads. Sorry about the roads. And just give people some relief. Temporary, a little period of time with a combination of rebate cards for really poverty people. Now, if none of it happens, I just wanted to say I appreciate he's trying to juggle the impossible and horrendous issue. I wanted to shine light on why this is happening and urge everyone to understand these issues before passing judgment on Biden. He's not perfect or an angel, but the guy's trying to help us. And for the most part, so is the Democratic Party except for Joe Manchin and Kristen Gizma, and Republicans are blocking every single thing that Biden suggests until they're back so hard into a corner by the news, I guess, that it's impossible for them to weasel around, and then they have some bipartisan bullshit thing and they take credit for it. This isn't the first gas relief bill. This isn't the first relief package he's suggesting. However... The inflation is going out of control. It's about to get worse. Janet Yellen was on TV being like, it's going to get bad. And so he has to do something or we have to do something or Congress has to do something. And Joe Biden hasn't stopped trying to do something. Gas rebate, relief from federal tax, tax student loan, student loan forgiveness, whatever. Gas prices could be reduced by 14 cents a gallon. This could happen if Republicans were Democrats. But JoJo's trying and he gives me hope that our politicians and men are truly aware and doing what they can to ease the financial avalanche that we're all living under. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much and we're so grateful for all 14 of you, especially now. So we don't feel like the podcast has been that bad. I just feel like, <laughs> you know, it's been our pivot. Uh-huh. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's only $1. You get one hour-long podcast a week. You can do a whole nother hour-long podcast a week for $2 can listen to them all week they're both an hour we aim to get at least one of them out by sunday so you have all week to listen to them um there's no politics there's no ads there's no structure it's not a whole fucking thing with like segments and transitions (laughs) and it's not stressful it's just fun it's bullshit i mean it's not really that fun but whatever (laughs) it's whatever but we never pressure you to join the patreon we don't sell anything we don't push a fucking agenda You know, I mean, we are very, very, very dirty and filthy and inappropriate and it's not safe for work and we can be very insufferable and we (sighs) do not read the room a lot of times and we mess up. But that's, you know, that's part of the fun. You if nothing else, you can sit there and think about how problematic and annoying we are. That's right. So there's a link to our free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this week's podcast. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. 
If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. So like Apple or, you know, however you listen to your podcast. Or you can listen to them on Patreon.com, where you can like and comment on the episodes and message us and other members of our Patreon family. And don't forget about our Patreon Idol coming up. That shit starts next week. You got to sign up if you want to submit a song, though. So you got to get on there. Got to get on there. And you got to get on there if you want to hear it. It's going to be four episodes long and the shit's going to be fire, 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 fire. Yep. And if you don't want to get on there and you don't want to help us pay our bills or keep our homes or keep living our lives, at least leave us a review on iTunes. You don't have to write anything. You can just hit five stars or one star or whatever. We really need you. We really need you guys. Like, we know the podcast sucks right now. We, we know. We, we do. But you can leave a review and, and lie to people for us. Yeah. I mean, we need that. We need... We need that pretense. We yeah. need we need all of the 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 timeline lurks to see. Oh, they're doing great. Yeah, they're killing it. They're killing it. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Ryan's recaps, honey. Ryan, how'd you do? I see you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a ride and maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, It'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So 
come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>